The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Hello, and welcome to Cast a Strong Style. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, none other than Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Anwar? What's up, everybody? Glad to be back. I'm off the sick bed. <laughs> Glad that you could join me once again, Cast of Strong Style, Anwar, as we're here on the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also download and subscribe Cast a Strong Style through iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and Spotify. So, Anwar, we got to catch up on a little bit of King of Pro Wrestling. Before we get into the power struggle, we'll just talk about some of the bigger matches that took place at King of Pro Wrestling. So, we're going to start with the one that you and I were very interested to see. Battle Liger versus Minoru Suzuki. Uh, Minoru Suzuki got the win with the Gosh Power Driver, but what did you think about the overall match and how they laid it out and uh, what came out of the post-match that I'll talk about after you give your opinion? I thought it was a really good match and it was like, it, it was called back to like the fight, the actually like shoot fight they had back in the day and they had that like grappling style and it was just it was a cool ass match, and for people like over fifty to be able to do what they did to work at that level, and man, goddamn, look how great they look at their age. And it was just a really dope fucking match, and the ending, it was you didn't. I like that it wasn't no happy happy ass ending uh, that Suzuki won and like a loss, but even in that situation, I like the fact that Suzuki took the time to break from his like. His normal like, like anarchist just fuck people up stuff to like bow and appreciate the opportunity that he got versus Liger in that match. It was a great moment. That bow was amazing and one of my favorite moments of that show. Right, right. Uh, what he's alluding to is after the match, the young lions come in and Suzuki does his usually usual thing and he beats them all down. Then he starts standing over Juice and Thunder Liger. Then he kneels and then he bows to Juice and Thunder Liger. And uh, so then he rolls out of the ring, Liger gets up and then he bows to Suzuki out on the floor. And uh, yeah, they had a really genuine moment right there. Uh, Will Ospreay continues his fantastic year as he defeated El Fantasmo to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Just Will Ospreay continuing to be, I think, the best wrestler in 2019. Uh, El Fantasmo doing his tricks and his stuff and his gimmicks. And uh, they have really good chemistry, uh, which you should expect. And they put on a, a really good match. I I enjoyed it, but it was I was it kind of also annoyed me in a way. It's like it's kind of like Fantasma doing all these old Bullet Club leader moves, but don't have no real connection to them outside of being a Bullet Club member. <laughs> so, and if you've been kind of keeping track of certain things recently, I 
don't think Kenny really appreciated that. So, <laughs> yeah, Kenny had a little fun on Halloween. And if you want to know what we're talking about, just maybe ask one of us on Twitter and we'll show you what the hell he did. Because, yeah, he was out there throwing shade like shit, using it like, com- like video game stuff and had my man, bench. Y'all gotta go look that up. <laughs> um, we had a typhoon approaching the island of Japan during uh, the King of Pro Wrestling event. So John Moxley could not make it to the show, so he had to forfeit the United States title. So in his place, Lance Archer faced Juice Robinson for the vacant United States title. Lance Archer gets the win as he uh, hits the everybody dies claw, gets the pin. After the match, he's beaten down and beaten and battered Juice Robinson when David Finley returns and he saved Juice Robinson. He hits a stunner on Lance Archer to stand tall and Juice and Finley share a big hug in the middle of the ring after the match. Somebody made a joke. I don't know who it was, but whoever did it, you real, because that shit was hilarious about the fact that Juice was crying when he saw Finley because he was happy that he wouldn't have to re- re- tag team with Michael Nichols no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I'm fucking wrong, but you're right. <laughs> but yeah, it was great to see um, David Finley come back after so long and be heated up and put some hands on um, Lance. And it was a great moment for Lance to be in that situation, in that spot, because he was supposed to be in a completely different match, but since the telephone created issues with people being able to get to, to like, the event, Zach wasn't able to um, appear at the event, and, and Moxie wasn't able to appear at the event, so they had to reshuffle the card at the last minute because of it, but they still managed to pull off a pretty good match, all considered, and... I mean, it was really cool. I kind of hate the fact that Juice is always the dude to elevate other people, but because he really needs to get away from that. He has much more to offer. But him and Finley as a tag team, it would be cool to see him in the the mix to potentially win tag league or get a shot at the Dome versus G.O.D. It would would give something pressure to that division because that division needs, needs something more. Because we can only stand, no matter how much I love even Sonata, we can only stand so much of the same thing where creative really ain't got nothing for evil Sonata as a singles. So they just throw them into World Tag League. They win World Tag League and, and win the like, titles at Wrestle Kingdom and lose it the next month and then go back to being split apart. Like, we kind of like need to get away from that. So, Finn Juice, I'm here for it. Kota Ibushi faced off with aforementioned Evil for Kota Ibushi's right to the main event at this year, at next year's Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, after two Kamagoyes, Kota Ibushi gets the win. Uh, this was a really good match. Kota Ibushi and Evil have really good chemistry. Uh, I don't think anybody really thought that Evil was going to win, but they did a good job of giving Evil some good near falls and giving you a couple of min- uh, minutes there where it did put you in suspense, but Kota Ibushi prevails at the end. I enjoyed the match, and 
like you said, I had no thought that who she was going to lose the match, but I still like dug it, and I definitely like the fact that um that that like. Ibushi did the V trigger and then finished him off with the Kamigoye, but the the announcers wouldn't call it the V trigger, and I was like, God damn, the pettiness is still strong. I <laughs> <laughs> ain't even calling the move what it is. Then our main event for King of Pro Wrestling, Okada defended the IWGP Heavyweight Title against Sonata. Uh. Of course, we get a Michinoku driver by Okada. He follows it up with the Rainmaker. And Okada defeats Sonata again to retain the heavyweight title. After the match, Okada gives Sonata an attaboy thumbs up. Sonata's very emotional. They shake hands. Okada says he wants to do it again sometime. He talks about the Tokyo Dome main event against Ibushi. That's when Ibushi comes out. Ibushi congratulates Okada. And he says that he wants to be a double champion, meaning he wants the IC and the heavyweight belts. He says it's no fun with you at the top all the time, so he's formally making the challenge. Okada says Abushi is crazy and won him both titles, and he won't be able to beat him that easily. He says you can come at me first at the Tokyo Dome. Abushi says let's do this. Okada says he will retain his championship. Thanks to fans for attending. He says there are a lot of people suffering with the typhoon, and they were here to give the fans the energy to carry on. Yeah, man, that was a great post-match from by Okada, and I kind of like the fact that he was like, mm, double champion, I'm not really here for that. I'm just here to be the, the champion. Right. So I, I like how he separated himself from everybody. It's like, oh, y'all motherfuckers want to be double champion. I just want to be the, the the main champion. Oh, y'all, y'all doing too much with this. <laughs> and, uh, like, what made... Like Sonata's emotional outpouring, even more powerful, is because sometimes even us included be like, man, show some fire, fucking Sonata, show some social emotion, goddamn, show that it means something that that, that you really wanted. And he definitely really wanted it, and it mattered to him. And and like sometimes you cry before you can smile, so. I mean, it, it, that 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 moment was very very powerful, and part of the reason Okada could be like, okay, man, this, this it will be all right, because he was in the exact same position with like Tanahashi. Tanahashi had his number. He could, no matter how hard he seemed like, he could put him behind, put him in a back burner, and it was a Tokyo Dome, like a Wrestle Kingdom, where. Like he was so sure he was going to go, go to Wrestle Kingdom and beat Tanahashi. And everybody else was. And then Tanahashi beat him. And then he went on a downward spiral for like a year. But then he recovered. And then he, he became champion and got Tanahashi back. But I guess that's the long-term story with Sonata that eventually he'll overcome Okada. But right now, he has more work to do. Yep. It was an overall very good show. I really enjoyed uh, everything about the King of Pro Wrestling uh, event. Even the undercard was really strong. So mm-hmm. thumbs up to New Japan for that. Then yep. that transitions us right into the Super Tag League where we had the teams of Tiger Mask and Uramura 
Taguchi and Rocky Romero, Will Ospreay and Robbie Eagles, Show and Yo, Volador Jr. and Teton, TJP and Clark Connors, Taji Ishimori and El Fantasmo, and El Desperado and, and Kanemaru were the eight teams uh, in this year's Super Junior Tag League. Uh, we won't really necessarily go through uh, a lot of the stuff, but I will let you know that Robbie Eagles and uh, Will Osprey versus El Fantasmo and Taji Ishimori on the first night, that was a really good, um, really, really good battle. What was that, night yeah, two? Was. Yeah, yeah, that was night one. That was really good. Um, uh, Rocky Romero and Taguchi against 3K was good. Rocky Romero and Taguchi against Birds of Prey was really good. Uh, coming down a stretch the last like two or three nights, um, Rocky Romero got a lot of good showcase matches, so it was good to see him uh, do his thing. Um, I was really impressed with uh, TJP and Clark Connors, even though they took a lot of losses. TJP looked really impressive throughout the tag league. Uh, hopefully, we get to see more of him in uh, New Japan going forward. Uh, so, uh, there's a lot of uh, good matches to seek out if you uh, do have New Japan World. Uh, just go through and, and kind of pick and cherry pick some of the matches. Uh, anything with the Birds of Prey, though, is worth a watch. They they had great matches in this tournament. And so, that leads us right into Power Struggle, where we will have the finals of the Junior Tag League and uh, we've got also some other great championship matches as Jay White taking on Goto in our main event. Kenta versus Ishii for the never open weight title. But we start off with Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, Taguchi, and Yuramura versus Velador Jr., Teton, TJP, and Clark Connors. It breaks down. They pin Yuramura after TJP hits a detonation kick. Um, you know, fine opening match. Yuramura definitely going to be a star. Love this kid. Can't wait for him to finish his young boy status and come back and be full on whatever he's going to be because his future is super, super, super bright. Very high on him as well. He's really made a really strong, good showing for himself throughout the year. And now we're showing um, Narita out on excursion. He He's taking advantage of just opportunities, I think, even – I mean, Suji's also too, but your memoir is really, really shining. So I, I look forward to seeing where he is in a year or two. Well, I, I look forward to seeing his progression because he's awesome. Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasmo, the junior heavyweight tag team champions, they faced off against Robbie Eagles and Rocky Romero. Fantasmo counters sliced bread into the Argentine cutter for a two count. Robbie flies in to make the save. Robbie follows with kicks on Phantasmo, but Ishimori cuts him off. We get the Bloody Cross and the CR2 to Rocky Romero. And the champions win Taji Ishimori and El Phantasmo. It was a solid match. I mean, I don't really got anything to really negative say about it. I was just kind of like, eh, this, this is good. Then things start to heat up. Because Evil, Sonata, and Shingo, they faced off against Zack Sabre Jr., Minoru Suzuki, and Lance Archer. So in all the Road 2 shows, they've been having some variation of this match or these matches. And uh, Minoru Suzuki and Shingo has become a thing. And oh man, is it a thing. Uh, 
It breaks down. Shingo pulls Suzuki to the floor as Sonata and Zack Sabre Jr. They trade cradles and Sonata eventually ends up on top and Sonata gets the win for LIJ. But Minoru Suzuki and Shingo are literally just savages against each other. I, I think they have a contest to see who can hit each other the hardest. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, they did a really good job setting up future programs between various parties in that, that LIJ Suzuki gun like trio and definitely here for like whatever happens next. I laughed like shit when um Sonata got a flash pin on um Zach again because it's like he's always catching Zach with a fucking flash pin. <laughs> but it's it's also like interesting that that's popping off. So maybe we get Zach versus um Zach versus Sonata for Sonata at at Dome or maybe even World Tag League Final. So yeah, hopefully kind of cool the, for the British the British title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a champion, a Red Pro champion. After the match, Lance Archer officially challenges David Finley to a title match in San Jose. I think that's coming up uh, in a couple, in like a next weekend. I think it's the the, the 11th or the uh, the 10th or something like that. But yeah, they're coming back to it's America. It's the 9th, November 9th. Oh, it's the same day as uh, the AEW show. Okay. Believe so. Yep. So they're all coming back to San Jose uh, on that day. So be very interesting to see how that match plays out. Kota Ibushi and Tanahashi they faced off against Okada and Yoshihashi. Tanahashi counters the karma into the twist and shout. Yoshihashi cuts off his sling blade with chops. Tanahashi rebounds with the zone sling blade. Then he hits the half fly flow and Kota Ibushi and Tanahashi they get the win. So M1- can I be? Yes. Can I be a hundred percent truthful with you? I was so fucking scared that Yoshihashi was gonna be Tanahashi. <laughs> Cause they 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 scared the shit out of me. I was like, y'all not about y'all about to really have Yoshihashi be Tanahashi, goddamn. Scared, I was scared. Oh boy, I was like holding my chest like no, no, don't be Tanahashi. But I had, had Tanahashi come up. over the uh over the screen. It's a swerve, like, bro. It had me, it had me fucking scared. So, but yeah, this was a cool little match. I like chaos being dickhead heels, and yeah, man, just nice, good setup. And then we got the video at the end. I'm let you go explain that. After the match, we get a video mocking Tanahashi as we see uh, a guy that's supposed to be Tanahashi doing uh, playing the guitar with a whole band of Tanahashi lookalikes, and all of a sudden, they're just getting dropped one by one, and then he finally gets to the lead singer, and he drops him, and it's Chris Jericho as the pain maker. He challenges Tanahashi for a bout on January 5th at the Tokyo Dome promising a classic match as well as Tanahashi's last match. Tanahashi gets on the mic and he accepts the challenge. Yeah, I, I was like looking at the video and it's early in the morning because I, I, I was watching it after the live airing and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, Jericho playing this fucking trick again. <laughs> and he popped up and then it was, he had like pain maker shit and he like, see you at Russell, Russell Kingdom. I think on the fifth. Yep, like, the fifth. So, yep. So they saving that for the next day, and it's like you knew they was gonna have a match with fucking Tanahashi. 
come on, dog. Y'all, y'all was playing games like, we don't know. They go have a match me. This is the first time in Tokyo Dome. I don't got no plans. I'm just like, come on. We already know the story. Like the match y'all going to fucking push. You already set it up in Dominion. Most of us didn't forget that shit. The question is, do do if Jericho still AEW champion, does he come out with that title? Hmm. If the young bucks have anything to do with it, no. Yeah, probably not. Why are you referencing Young Bucks particularly? What they do now? Oh, they just have come out recently and said there is no chance in a relationship with New Japan. Oh, okay. Well, then we already kind of knew that, so it's nothing new there. Yeah, it's like they're both getting each other ways for their plans, so it's going to be hard to be able to like make a deal. But they need New Japan more than New Japan needs them in certain situations. They kind of both need to work each other, but it's like they're in each other's way, especially with the announcement of New Japan of America. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. It's kind of hard. So, like, we can be honest right now, say there's issues with that singles division in AEW, that men's singles division, and they they don't necessarily have those consistently banger matches. And to get those those particular banger matches, you got to have a relationship. With New Japan, but maybe you don't need to because Kenny seemed like he was having a lot of fun at DDT like the other day. So, yeah. Naito versus Taiji. Naito counters the super kick and follows with the dragon suplex and a Destino for a two count. Although Northern Lights Bomb follows for another two count. Taichi counters a Destino, but Naito counters out of Black Mephisto. He hits a Destino, and Naito gets a win over Taichi. I like the fact that, like, Taichi wasn't doing no bullshit. He was just fighting that man straight up. He wasn't playing no games. And yeah, he lost, but at least he, like, like Pop said, fight like a man, son. Just fight like a man. It's all you need. <laughs> Dangerous T showed up. Yeah, he did. He, he yeah, he lost, but shit. Sometimes you you lose, but you still you still can look really good in a loss and and gain respect in it. So Tai Chi, you did a good job, good match. Now it's time for the finals of the Super Junior Tag Team Tournament as Rapungi 3K they faced off against Kanamaru and Desperado. Suzuki Gun, Kanemaru, and Desperado, they attack during 3K's entrance. They kick the shit out of show on the ramp, so they've got them isolated, and they're doing the old school thing where, you know, uh, show is, uh, you know, make, taking forever to recover, and Yo's just getting his ass beat, and finally, he gets to hot tag the show, and then, you know, the match picks up from there. So, show counters the Pinchy Loco and follows with strikes. El Desperado rakes the eyes, but show cuts him off with the Lariat. The shock arrow is countered. But Yo returned. Rapungi 3K hits the 3K. They get the win. And Sho and Yo have won the Super Junior Tag League for the third year in a row. They had to find a way to get 3K in the mix for the Dome. So I get it. But I definitely wanted Desperado and Connemara to win. I knew they wasn't going to win because the fact that they... They beat him at King of Pro Wrestling, then beat him at the beginning, like the start of Super Junior. And it's like, I'll go keep beating like 3K. So I, I 
they kept that, the writing was on the wall on that one. But it was a cool match, and three K four from under, and were able to overcome it and pull the match out. So props to them on that front. And I'm not looking for. I mean, yeah, they got their ass kicked after the match, but I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not really looking forward to like that 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 particular match because it's like you know. I remember that Kazuna Road show where they had the title match and that shit was awful. <laughs> I like that's be that's be kind of Rob Morrow kind of clown that match in one of the early like um one of the early like 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 interviews leading up to Super Tag. Like, and I'm like, oh, they thought it sucked too. Good, I wasn't the only one. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I'm just happy we got Despy back. So got Despy back and. That junior division and tag division is, is better for it. During the post-match celebration, Taiji Ishimori and Phantasmo arrive. They lay out 3K with belt shots and low blows. Uh, they actually hit, I think that was Yo with the Doomsday Device belt shot. Then they steal the Super Junior Tag League trophies. Oh, Hayden Nash. Now for a semi-main event, Kenta versus Ishii for the never open weight title. Tomo! Tomo! Ishii counters to go to sleep and Kenta then cradles him for a two count. Ishii counters back with an enziguri, but Kenta follows with a basaku knee. Kenta follows with strikes and slaps, then he hits to go to sleep but doesn't go for the cover. Kenta drops the knee pad and then he hits a second go to sleep. Ishii is done. Kenta gets the pin and he retains the never open way title. I enjoyed this match. It was like slower and methodical, but I dug it. And I like the fact that Kenta didn't get no help. He did it on his own. So people can't be like, oh, he be issue with help. What's all Kenta do now? What he can what why why Kenta became such a bitch, man? Can't say that in this match. He won on his own. And he put the put the stank on it with that extra GTS with the with the knee pad down. Did he look like the Kenta that you remember? Even if it was slower? He's not, he's not going to be that Kenta anymore, so I don't even worry about that. <laughs> he's really good for what he's doing right now. So, Yeah, this was a very strong match. This was exactly what you expected it to be. Just two guys going out there beating the shit out of each other. Yep. And Ishii continues to be the MVP in New Japan. Man, he'd be selling his ass off. You see, he was somebody like offense he sold from Canada. Like, it was one time he was like strum, like stumbling, like he was a drunk because he got hit so hard or whatever by Canada. Cool shit. Next up, Will Ospreay versus Bushi, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match. The Stormbreakers counter into the Bushi roll for a two count. Bushi hits the MX and covers for a great near fall. Bushi heads back up top, and the Super MX is countered with an Oz Cutter for a two count. The Hidden Blade follows, and then the Super Oz Cutter and the Stormbreaker by Osprey gets the win as Will Osprey retains the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. This match was set up via like Bushi wasn't even in the Super Tag League, but he wanted a title shot and. He basically interfered in Birds of Prey, one of their matches that would have put him in the finals, I believe. And that's how he forced Osprey's hand to get the match. And 
I mean, Bushi, he he really was. It was good to see those two wrestle with each other. He was really really ready for the moment, and it was an awesome match. I'm glad that Bushi got that opportunity to wrestle Will this year, like in a big spot, in like a semi main event spot. And because he's been go- like like Bushi's mother passed away, I believe recently. So to be able to pull off that type of like um like that type of effort with like somewhat of a heavy heart, because it's like uh, what I read is like his mother passed away recently, and it was within a year of when his father passed away. So this is kind of a very difficult time for Bushi, and he just he's out there, and he just like a lot of people can't like like, perform under, like, circumstances like that. And that man just had one of the better matches of the year in the company. So, show the love to Bushi, man. He the man. After the match, Will grabs the mic and says, if there is anyone else to challenge him, he runs down everyone he's beat and says there is no one left. He says he will be champion forever. But wait. A Hiromu Takahashi video runs on the big screen and it says he'll be back in 62 days. That happens to be January 4th. But even better, Hiromu is here Yay. in Osaka. He rips off the knee off the neck brace. He charges down to the ring. He runs himself into the barricade. He's all fired up. Will lays down the belt in the ring. Hiromu enters the ring. He thanks the fans for waiting for him and wants to make the junior division more fun. Hiromu says he won't take it easy because no one else can beat Will. He takes some more bumps and he does some neck bridges. Will holds the mic for uh, Hiromu while he's doing the bridge. And he says that Will is the best right now, but he is back and challenges Will for Wrestle Kingdom he hugs Will, and then he leaves, and Will has accepted the match. So, Hiromu versus Will Ospreay, Wrestle Kingdom, January 4th. That was one of the best moments of the year as far as that company in wrestling-wise. We've been waiting for him to come back for over a year. And Only rival Shibata to me. Well, yeah, of course, Shibata. I mean, without a doubt, but those, that was one of the best like moments for me. Yeah, this was and awesome. it was just great. It, it, it was just great to see Hiromu again and doing this crazy shit and wild and la- laughing at the like the, the like protect yourself Twitter, <laughs> making fun of him. Especially <laughs> as a guy who was literally can recall the moment vividly when he gets suplexed, slides across the ring on the top of his head by Dragon Lee. And I looked at that and I went, ooh, it's a miracle if he didn't just break his neck. And he finishes the match and you don't think anything of it. And then next thing you know, you go on Twitter like two hours later. And they're like, yeah, Hiromu fucking finished the match with a broken neck, severely broken neck. And he's going to be out a while, maybe forever. Like, what? Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, man. But- the style he wrestles is so wild, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's his choice. Nobody else, that's his choice. That's what people kind of fail to realize. That's a person's choice to wrestle the way they want to do it. They want to live their life the way they want to do it, and it might not last forever, but that's their choice. So even Naito has said that in his comments, like, I'd rather have a great, like, excellent, strong three-year run than, like, 
a prolonged ten-year run where I'm just barely hanging on. So, whenever my my prime is over, it's over. So, some people have that attitude. Like I'm not trying to be here forever and just hang on. I want to be, I want to fire on all cylinders as long as I can. And when I can no more, I'm gone. He had two Daryls too. Yeah. It, that shit was dope. I like how he left the um, left the left them with one with Milano collection eighteen, and the other with Kevin Kelly. And Kevin seemed really happy that like be holding one of the Daryl dolls. So I need one of those fucking dolls. <laughs> so excited to see Hiromu come back. Him and Osprey, they're gonna tear it up. They 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 have the potential to be, have the best match on either card. So yeah. definitely look forward to that. Main event time. Jay White versus Goto, Intercontinental Championship match. Goto hits the GTR for a two count as Gato pulls out the ref. Shibata, who was at the commentary, attacks Gato and takes him out. Shibata locks on the sleeper, and that's when Kenta arrives. Kenta hits the go to sleep on Goto, then Kenta attacks Shibata. Jay White hits Goto with the Blade Runner. Jay White gets the win, and he retains his IC Championship. Uh, this was a this was oh sorry this was a weird match just because uh, Red Shoes didn't ref it because he got caught with the Oz cutter by Will Osprey and got taken out for the rest mm-hmm. of the night. So yep. it was weird watching Marty Asami be like the main referee here. But it was good for Mario to get that reps because someday he's gonna have to take that spot. Mm-hmm. So it was good that he got that, even if it was just for that night. So it was good for him, and it was it was a solid match. Just like. I like their G1 match more. I didn't. I still haven't watched their Wrestle Hakuni match, <laughs> whatever it was, whatever they had in April. I still haven't watched that. So it was a good match, and I mean, am I always here for all like the bullshit with Jay's matches? But no. Well, I knew some bullshit was going to happen once I saw Shibata was out the ring. So I was like, okay, why would Shibata come out during this match and not the previous match to fuck with Kenta? So I kind of already smelled the bullshit that was coming. So whatever, at least at least at least Goto didn't lose clean because you can only beat a person so many times before people be like, you know what? I don't really take you seriously as a threat. Kind of like kind of like how some people feel with um doll. You're right. It's like we just don't take you seriously anymore. Or you lost too many times. I have a question. Mm-hmm. All right, he got physical. When Kenta turned and joined the Bullet Club, mm-hmm. he got physical right here with Kenta mm-hmm. attacking him, throwing him into the rail, and giving him kicks to the rail. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna get a tag team match with Shibata and like Ishi versus Kenta and somebody, or is it gonna be a singles match, Kenta versus Shibata? If you can't get clear, it'll probably be a tag match. If you can get clear, it will probably be a singles match. <sighs> Man, don't get me. Oh, I hope. Or, or 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 option three, it might be Goto versus um, Kenta. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those I are didn't think about probably. that that third one because they're so close. But yeah. man, I hope about it. I hope he got one more in him. Man, that's my dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to see him too. After the match, you know, it's it's uh, promo time as. Everybody in Osaka is getting the hell up out of there because Jay White's uh-huh. on the mic. Jay White <laughs> puts about his victory. The crowd, of course, they hating. 
He did what he said he would do, and Goto was done. Career over. He says Goto is an embarrassment, and he is the man that sold out MSG, and he is the last real rock and roller. He said he will soon add the IWGP title to his Intercontinental title, and he's going to face the winner of Okada and Ibushi on January 5th. So Jay White calls them out, but Naito arrives. Naito challenges Jay White to an IC title match on January 4th because holding both title belts was first his idea. That's when Kota Ibushi arrives and says it's been a while since he's seen them and he has the same idea. That's when Okada finally arrives and he asks, what the hell is everybody talking about? He says they all want the double titles, but what the hell is that about? He said he's mm-hmm. proud to be the IWGP champion, and his mm-hmm. belt is the belt. He proposes mm-hmm. a fan vote on the situation, and Jay White says <laughs> that everyone can fuck off because this is his night, and he wants his confetti right now. But you know why he said the fan vote, right? To yes, fuck the night. To fuck with Naito. Yes, you I know. Him. And then he said, oh, I, just, I, I remember last time I saw you, fuck with him on multiple levels with that shit. Like, last time I saw you at the Dome, I beat you. The, be- the time before I saw you at the Dome, I beat you. Well, I want to wrestle you again. <laughs> Low-key, that's what he's probably saying. It's a really hot end, really good setup going into November and December. I guess we'll get a few multi-man tag team matches with a few of these guys uh, between now and January. But really, December is going to be all about the heavyweight tag league. So, um, you know, there may be some interactions or maybe an angle or two, but not too much. If you didn't see this event right here or any of the uh, King of Pro Wrestling, you're pretty much out of the loop when it comes to how Wrestle Kingdom got built. Pretty much, bro. It's like... Yeah, like for some of us, after power struggle happens, that's that's the point where we just chill the fuck out into the dome. Some of us. Some of us. I like the tag lead, the heavyweight tag lead, just because of the different tag teams I have to put together. You, I like you, to see the combinations. I'm a tag in Terry boy <laughs> on that one. You, <laughs> you, you, you go talk about the tag lead. I'm gonna just I'm gonna be over here chilling into the dome. <laughs> Yeah, um, like I said, they've got that Long Beach show coming up, um, or San Jose show, excuse me, coming up uh, next week. I haven't even seen a card for that yet, but uh, except for the Lance Archer match that got announced. But uh, they should bring something pretty good over, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting. They usually have, uh, for the most part. I kind of hope it would be cool if I'm going to get like a little warm-up match, though. Yeah, cool. if he got something, but I don't know. They may just try to protect him and just let him go hard in that one in that one match, you know? Yeah. I kind of like Evil sent out a tweet says, now that you back, I can get this red out of my hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can stop dying my hair red. <laughs> so that was really nice of Evil. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah, see man. if I can pull up the card here before we go. I don't know if they put up no card because no, the they're just putting everybody who's gonna be on the card. Yeah, so Minoru Suzuki, Lance Archer, Jay White, Chase Owens, Naito, Evil, Sonata, Okada, Will Osprey, 
Juice and Thunder Liger, Kota Bushi, Juice Robinson are all going to be on this tour. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that's uh, going to be two dates. They're going to be San Jose on the 9th and then Los Angeles on the 11th. Yep. So that should be fun. They're really going to have a show on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, wow. So, Mr. Anwar Starwin, at this point in time, sir, I'll turn it over to you for your shout-outs and thank yous. Shout-out to everyone that listens, interacts, and enjoys watching New Japan Pro Wrestling. Shout-out Man Lizette. Shout-out to What Sleep Do. Shout-out Jupiter Julep. That's the home. And shout-out Megan. Because I won't never give her no shout-out, so I'll shout-out this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to Mr. Anwar Starwin for joining me once again on another episode of Cash of Strong Style. Give a shout out to Terry's boy for always live tweeting, keeping up with the, uh, the latest happenings through the live tweets. So I definitely appreciate him. Everybody who listens to the WrestleCast interacts live tweets with us there. Please check out the dark match over on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media, where you can hear Anwar Starwin give his takes on things outside of New Japan for wrestling and also hear our AEW Dynamite reviews and also hear the post and pre-conversations uh, of Cast of Strong Style and the WrestleCast. So please check that out. If you didn't check out the free edition that we put out last week on the uh, WrestleCast feed, then go ahead and get a free sample of what we do on the Patreon page. It's called I Bought a Ticket. We review AEW and then me and Ms. Dijonet talk about uh, Halloween plans and Halloween's past. So good episode to get your, uh, you know, a good sample of what we do over on the uh, Patreon page. And please subscribe and listen if you listened and like what you heard on the free edition of the Dark Match. So for my co-host, Mr. Anwar Starwin, I'm Don DeLorente, and this has been Cast of Strong Style. Cast, cast of strong style.